Hey, I'm Diego Calzada, and you're listening to the first episode of Catching Fire, the show where we chat with creatives, business owners, artists, entrepreneurs, and influencers of all kinds about their stories and their ups and downs and their journeys. Today, I have a very special guest and a very good friend of mine, Miss Jennifer Hernandez. She's the founder of Eats by Jennifer, or you guys might know her or seen her delicious and mouth-watering dishes on social media. This is her story that went from wanting to build some healthy habits to creating an abundant amount of opportunities for herself. Jennifer was kind enough to take time from her busy schedule to invite me over to her apartment to record the show. Immediately walking in, I was welcomed by her lovely mini schnauzer Lando and then instantly drawn to the decor in her apartment. Just like her dishes, her apartment's decor was very colorful and full of life. Like literally, there was plants all over her living room. Well, let's go ahead and meet Jennifer. So yeah, my name's Jennifer Hernandez, and I was born and raised in Dallas, Texas. I am a first-gen uh, college student and uh, the creative founder and owner of Eats by Jen Her. Great. So what is Eats by Jen Her? So um, it is primarily a meal prep and catering business, but I do a couple of other things. Like I treat it more as a brand, so I'm able to sell other product lines aside from just meal prep and catering. I love the fact that she's treating her business more like a brand. By doing this, she's not just limiting herself to meal preps, but like she said, it opens doors to sell different products and the name of her brand has a deeper meaning. So when you see Eats by Jen Her, you don't just think of meal preps because it means more than just that. Think of Coca-Cola. They basically just sell sugar water. But when you see their name or their logo, it gives its consumers an idea of happiness and sharing those happy moments with others. That's probably why they literally have everybody's name on their bottles now. So what made you want to start doing meal preps? So personally, um, I started meal prepping for myself and for Eric. Eric is Jennifer's boyfriend. Mainly for myself because, um, I mean, I was kind of overweight my whole life, Mm -hmm. but I did get to a point two years ago, a little bit over two years ago where um, I just didn't recognize myself in photos Mm -hmm. and like my coziest clothes were fitting a little snug. So it made me a little like hey maybe you should start building some healthy habits and so i started i'm not one to work out like back then i hated it Mm -hmm. i I was like what a waste of time like i don't even know how to do it so for me it was the food first and just trying to figure that out so that's kind of how i started meal prepping that's cool that's good yeah because um i feel like sometimes people just have a hard time even just cooking like they like they don't find the time in their busy schedules and stuff so that's it's definitely a sacrifice for sure it's time consuming but it's worth it because then you're set for your week and you don't have to even think about it yeah and like that being said i feel like depending on how many people you the customers you have meal prepping it's like how long does that take you to like to be honest um days in the sense of like friday so thursdays are the last days to place your order Fridays is when I'm organizing my number, sending out emails. In the evenings, I'm buying the groceries. Um, and then Saturday, I'm physically like cutting stuff. And there's some of the meals that I prep that day, depending on like, does it have dairy or not? And like, if, if it's more of, yes, it has dairy or it's something that could go bad like quicker, I'll make it on Sunday morning. Mm. Um, so it is a process of like the whole weekend just to try to get it as fresh as possible. And yeah. just so I don't feel like I'm totally drained by the end of by the, the day, <laughs> but usually by the end of the weekend, I'm like, Oof. <laughs> <laughs> is culture a really big part of your brand? 
I definitely think so. I I feel like if you kind of look at who my audience is, um, I want to reach out to my community and and provide accessible meals. And by accessible, I mean you know something that's affordable, something because mm. I don't think it's fair that McDonald's or any fast food place can charge you. 50 cents for a cheeseburger but not then charge you like 11 dollars for a salad but mm. how does that even yeah, make sense like yeah. you're always going to choose that cheaper option and sometimes it's because that's what our community can afford mm. you know and i definitely want to try to meet them in the middle and for the most part like me um the clients that i have like they grew up with you know like enchiladas mm. and guisados and things like that yeah. and i like chile rellenos and i feel like you can have that but I try to make like a healthier version of that. Like I definitely mm. feel you can meet the two in the middle. So okay. that's what I try to do for my clients and trying to bring healthy, but also like Sasson, you know? Gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> cool. This reminded me of the many times I've tried to be healthy, but I never balanced myself. I would either go straight to a diet or go full vegetarian. And I'm pretty sure the lack of balance is the reason that I failed every time. Are a lot of your meals um, Spanish or maybe Mexican food? or So maybe? those are my most popular menus for mm. sure. Um, but I do have about six different menus in rotation just because mm. I don't want my um, clients to get bored of the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I also think it's important that it caters to everybody, not just like the the mexican side or like the hispanic side yeah. of my community so i will have you know like a greek or like mediterranean menu mm. or like an italian one um i have like more of an american one that's like the the basic like chicken brown rice and veggies and all yeah. that but i do try to mix it up for them and also for like the creative side of me because it keeps me uh, trying to like make new things for them yeah that's that's really cool you, you learn new dishes oh while for you're, sure yeah, yeah it's great that's awesome um so so health is that is that a, did that become a big part of your brand since you said that's one of the reasons why you started meal prepping so to flat out answer that yes it is important but i feel like health has such a weird stigma just mm. because of diet culture like when people oh, okay. hear meal prep and and all that like i feel like they think like a fad diet or like diet culture but i think for me health is important in the sense of like trying to create a healthy habit like i think it's important for uh people to be able to not restrict themselves mm -hmm. and have you know these these meal preps but also be able to enjoy like cafe con pan mm -hmm. or whatever it is that they want but just like having a balance with it yeah for sure so i i do think it is important just because you want a sustainable um approach to your life and like to be able to create healthy habits that way yeah yeah gotcha yeah because i'm i can't start my day off without having my cafe con pan really or like yeah no. it's crazy or even at night like i have to have like something cafe yeah and pan. i guess that i eat too much pun <laughs> you like you get it together <laughs> so have you always seen yourself doing this actually no so when i knew i kind of always wanted my own business um, I just never imagined it being meal prepping. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this started because, uh, just like I was telling you earlier, um, I wanted to start building a healthy habit. So I made an Instagram page and it was really only for me, like to mm -hmm. kind of keep myself accountable because I wanted to start in the food side of it. And before eats, like I had never cooked before. Mm -hmm. Um, the only thing I knew how to make was uh, Mexican rice. Okay. And I was like, all right, well, 
let me try to figure this out mm -hmm. just for me and hopefully i'll see progress like like visually see progress in my foods and um in the process of that i kind of fell in love with the how colorful foods are because no shade to my mom but she like never really added a lot of vegetables to our mm -hmm. meals growing up so mm -hmm. a lot of these things were new to me yeah. and so kind of mixing them together into different dishes and seeing how that tastes or how colorful it is and how again nutrient dense it was was really exciting and i think that's why i get so pumped to like create new menus because i'm yeah. like this is things that i wish i had growing up you know or like mm -hmm. or even the option of so um yeah i had i did that and then i would record the process on stories yeah and a friend reached out to me and was like hey like would you ever sell this mm. and i was like well i do always cook for a family of five like my family's a family of five but mm -hmm. since it's healthy they would really yeah. never eat it <laughs> um so i was like why not and mm -hmm. so it started through there like through that those i started with two people okay. and then it grew to this that's pretty cool yeah that's, i know that's it's exciting. me <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it was the same here in my household we didn't really eat healthy at first and then uh, my mom she just uh she would go to the doctor and she'd be like you know what you need to start eating like this you need to start eating like that and then she brought in the healthy stuff and then i just got used to it yeah. you know what i mean and now now that i'm not like living at home with my, with my parents I, I miss it i miss like, <laughs> like the veggies and all yeah. this stuff I'm just like, oh my God. but see that's the thing though right like it took your mom going to the doctor and having that yeah. conversation and being educated about like, hey, if you don't change your habits, mm. things can go south pretty fast. And yeah. especially, so for me, like in my family, we have a, uh, especially on my dad's side, we have a background of um, like chronic diseases, like diabetes is mm. very common mm -hmm. in my family. So I just did, and my dad was at one point pre-diabetic. Pre so I, it okay. made me nervous yeah. that that was so easily um a part of my my genes and yeah. like my life that i was like all right well i need to change something mm -hmm. yeah, yeah okay. sorry this is the part where poor little lando had to go in his cage so the chat got a little off track sorry lando okay back at it um dang it i don't remember where we were we were, we were um yeah we were talking about diabetes like <laughs> yeah yeah um the health part, right? Yeah, the health part. Okay. We were talking about how, um, I guess, yeah, like my mom had to go to the doctor and then that's yes. why she changed her diet. Yeah, and I just feel like it shouldn't have to get like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, because she's very really common. scared because like my grandma, she's a diabetic. Mm -hmm. My aunt, she's a diabetic. Very and cool. she's, she's had, like, hasn't had any problems because from that yet, but she's very afraid to get that. And yeah. especially like she's a lot and, older and now. And you shouldn't have to like get to the point where your doctor get the yeah, you know like, on, and change your that. habits now yeah. and it's i feel like it's harder at when you're older because mm -hmm. i mean you've been doing something for so long that do you really want to change like my dad oh my god i feel like he was like kicking and screaming when we were like <laughs> oh, i gotta eat vegetables what is this even right. like and, yeah yes <laughs> yeah. yes and like whenever we i was like uh eres un licuado? Mm. and for him Un licuado, he thinks like licuado de plátano. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm talking like a banana, a scoop of ice cream con leche, you mm -hmm. know? And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, no, it has protein in it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, 
Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like my mom got me into making liquelas with like spinach and That's avocado. So good. And, you like, can't even taste the it, spinach. You can. It's, it's, so it's good. good. Yeah, it's extremely good. So, how do you advertise your brand? So I use the approach of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started, I kind of it just felt natural to me to approach my community with my story, right? Like with mm-hmm. my journey. And I feel like a lot of people could relate. Yeah. And that makes sense because we all have... I mean, even right now when I made an example, you you could totally relate with your mom's story. Yeah. Um, and I kind of just went with it. And it's funny because when I first started my... I'm a marketing and management degree, uh, a major, I'm sorry. And mm. like that didn't come up till later and I was already doing it. And I was like, oh, cool. And, <laughs> and to see how like effective it's been... Mm-hmm. And how warm it is to hear and, and want to share not only my story, but I get to hear other people's story because they're, they're constantly messaging me like, this happened to me too, or like, mm. here's my perspective on it. And it's I think that's one of my favorite parts, like yeah. hearing what they have to say too. Like it's important to get those different angles and like perspectives too. Do you still remember your first client and how did that first sell make you feel? Yeah, yeah, of course. We're actually still friends. Um, my friend Alex Amaya, he mm. he's the one who I told you earlier in that story that reached out to me through stories and was like, hey, would you ever sell this to somebody else? And uh, we met up one day and he was like, hey, so this is, this is uh, he's a runner. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so this I'm training for this, this marathon and I kind of want to start eating healthy. And um, usually I get my mom, I ask my mom to meal prep for me, uh, but she's been a little busy and I just don't want to put that burden on her. So I don't know, like you're already doing it. So I wanted to reach out and I was like, dude, yes. Like it it was really cool. And he was like, all right, this is kind of like what I usually meal prep, like salmon, blah, 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 this Mm -hmm. and that. And I was like, okay, I've never (laughs) made that before, but I was like, I can try my best, you know? Um, I was very nervous, but like I went in there with that confidence. I I mean, we're, we're our own worst critics, you know? Mm -hmm. So I always, I'm always like, was the chicken too dry? Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, I would even make salsita so they could drown it in mm. like salsa just in case it was dry because yeah. I was still really new. I hadn't cooked before mm. doing that. Um, but yeah, I started with him and my cousin mm-hmm. and uh, it just, I feel like it made me, they empowered me in the sense of like, there. I didn't know there was a demand for that. And mm. I, I, the fact that they were seeking me to do it made me realize like hey i have a i have creativity or i have something to offer and they're willing to pay me to do it and that's really really exciting so it just made me want to keep like feeding that creativity feeding that whatever that was because i I, again it was so new to me at that point and it didn't sound it didn't seem like a business Mm -hmm. um but i wanted to keep doing it for other people and i was like all right, I'm going to put out menus and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And if whoever mm-hmm. I get, it was a passion project at first. Cool, cool. Yeah. And it clearly went, yeah. wow, it went amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Has your brand helped you network with a lot of people or different businesses? Yes. So Insta- So my business is solely Instagram. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a Facebook page, but with my workload, like being a full-time student and just being pulled in a lot of different directions, I kind of... Uh, focus my attention on Instagram and like the power of Instagram. Mm. Um, so everything that I do, all the marketing and all the sales that I get is because of this one platform. Um, 
And it's definitely allowed me to network with a lot of small business, a lot of nonprofit organizations. Like I've had the chance to really talk to some great, powerful people and just hear their stories on how they started. And I think that networking and and getting a chance to hear those stories has kind of like fueled, continue to fuel um, the little passion that I have for doing this and Mm -hmm. like wanting to empower other people to do the same so and i'm also like a social butterfly so i love i've loved doing that (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) what opportunities have come up since you've started this so thanks to my business um again through networking and meeting all these cool people i've been able to launch so uh, again like it has been almost like a brand outside of meal prep i've been able to do a uh, create a collection with cadena collective mm. cadena collective is a really neat marketplace that features products from artisan women and women-owned businesses okay. where i had you know i had i was selling candles i was selling um earrings and because these are all again because i storytell mm-hmm. and i'm constantly sharing products that i love that i know work not just i'm being uh sponsored by somebody like i could care less about that mm-hmm. i want to make sure that w- the what i'm putting on my page is quality and usually it's handmade or um so through cadena we did a line of candles earrings um we did keychains, like cafecito keychains. Mm-hmm. We sold. We can. We did a, a collaboration with Cafe Ama, which that's a nonprofit organization that cool. sells coffee. But those sale, one hundred percent of those sales, uh, goes to as uh, the Seeds program, which helps young kids in in Puerto Rico who mm-hmm. really are like low low income get the chance to go to school really and cool. get entrepreneurial experience, yeah. like things like that like it's, it's, really, it's really been cool. really really neat i also um got my marketing internship because of eats by jen they uh-huh. saw my profile they reached out because uh, they wanted to give me a pr box before their store opened mm-hmm. and being a senior in um at in my degree i was just like you know what let me just ask if they have someone for marketing at this new location yet because this is their first location in Texas. They're from Florida. Okay. Um, I, I asked them and they looked, they took a look at my page and saw what I was doing there. And long behold, like I have a job with them because of each too. Okay, so it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, it's been really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten the chance to work with a lot of nonprofits and both through like catering and like as a speaker, and panelists, which is really bizarre to me because for me, I, I still think of it like a small passion project. Mm-hmm. And so for someone to say like, oh yes, Jen is gonna come speak on the panel as the creative founder and owner of Eats. And I'm like, that sounds <laughs> weird. <laughs> I was like, I'm yeah. just a girl in school trying to like make it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's crazy. Cause like other people see you in this other way, you know? That's and so it's, strange. It's so like cool. it's humbling and, mm-hmm. and it's weird to me because I've never let it get to my head like that at all. Like I'm, I'm always like, okay, what else can I do? Yeah. How can I grow? Like never seen myself as like that, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really cool though to get that, um, nice compliment and perspective yeah. too. <laughs> that's really, that's really, really cool. So, uh, do you work anywhere else aside from this? Yes. I'm mm. tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, so aside from being a full-time student, which I'm taking four classes right now, 
Um, I do meal prepping. Well, I run this business, which that itself is pretty intense because it's not just the physical demanding part of it on the weekends of meal prepping, but it's also marketing it throughout the entire week. Um, mm -hmm. Being active with my followers and my audience and um, you're wearing a lot of different hats. Yeah. So it's that and plus the internship. The, so I ha I'm a marketing specialist for the Salty. Mm -hmm. And then I have a college recruitment program that's going to be starting next week with Sewell. So there's a couple things happening. Um, very exciting. Very, yeah. very grateful, but also a little tired. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> so what exactly do you go to school for? So um, I go to UT Arlington, mm -hmm. and I'm a double major. i doing marketing and management. Great. Yes. And I'm guessing you apply everything you learn there to your own business so or brand. So it's funny that you asked that because um, once I started, because like the first couple of years in, at UT Arlington, I think for a year I was, I was unsure of what I wanted to do. I started as a finance major, mm -hmm. and I realized that that's what, not what I wanted to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> And um, switching over to marketing, and I, at this point I had Eats, it kind of confirmed that I, like my love for marketing and that what, what I was already doing yeah. uh, had a title or mm -hmm. had a degree, you know? Like, so everything that I was learning, I was applying, and I was just kind of seeing it grow, like how these concepts were being applied. So for me, um, Eats almost felt like a huge project for school like how okay. successful can this be because of what you're learning yeah. over here you know yeah. so and i also feel like that's kind of what helped all that information stay you know and mm -hmm. really got me to learn it because if not i would have been like wait what was this again <laughs> <laughs> so how many hats do you wear for your brand uh, uh i i don't know if i could count them but i'll say a few mm -hmm. um so i mean of course like you're literally marketing everything, advertising mm -hmm. everything. You're your own boss. Um, you're looking at the numbers, organizing like the accounting part of it, the logistics, mm -hmm. like how much do I need, how um, the amounts, and oh, it's 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 pretty intense. It's, it's amazing to me how creators and artists now have to learn to wear all these hats. It used to be that all you had to be was an artist or a creator, but now you also have to be a designer, a product manager, an e-commerce expert, a data and analytics expert, and etc. It honestly sounds very overwhelming, but many people are able to juggle all these things. It's also an amazing way to enhance your life's resume with all that experience. Pretty intense. Um, you really do wear all the hats of a business yeah. when you're kind of starting off, and it gets tiring, but it like it's very very rewarding to see like how all your efforts in the grand result in this grand scheme of things like really just turn out and people turn and like show up for you you know yeah. so is it just you or do you have help with your brand my brand specifically it, it is just me um with the meal prep being part of it i did i have an, one employee but um I'm starting to slow down a little bit in the sense of I haven't really said this on my page out loud because mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm in a transition period of my life. Like earlier, I mentioned that I'm doing a, a whole bunch of other jobs. Yeah. Um, Eats by Jen, I, I created it as a passion project, but really it took off because 
I wanted to have the flexibility to go to, to school full time. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, I was working two, three jobs prior to that. Yeah. And I was only able to take like two classes a semester. Mm. And so I was like, you know what? This, this meal prepping is going okay. Like, I wonder what I could do if I put my full potential yeah. to it. And um, I did. And luckily, it it was going great so i let go of those that secure income which i was terrified Mm -hmm. but again for the ultimate sacrifice of i want to get my degree like Mm -hmm. i want to finish school already yeah um and because of that i always told myself i was like all right like i need eats to be what gets me through college you know like in the sense of the time for college like in the flexibility making me an income and getting me out of school debt free mm-hmm. and, and it's done all that so it oh, served wow. its purpose yeah sometimes you just have to take that leap of faith and believe in yourself and know everything will fall into place here jennifer takes the risk of letting go of her secure income and sacrificing that to have the time to put her all on her brand and have time to finish school a lot faster and debt free surely enough the sacrifice was well worth it and her brand has been very successful and i I definitely feel myself wanting to transition out of like the physical demanding part of meal prep, which is why I'm I'm huge on saying like eats is a brand mm-hmm. because I want to eventually like go online with it, just online. Yeah. Um, through a cookbook. Like so yeah. through that like I'm making passive income, right? And mm-hmm. then also just business is, is so important to me too and marketing is very important and I, I've loved the visuals which I mentioned earlier um, and I feel like people are really drawn to my page for like how colorful it is yeah yeah it's and very yeah. pleasing <laughs> so another part of that would be like wanting to help other brands elevate their business through like presets and, mm. and just marketing strategies and like doing things like that but yeah. Being able, if I wanted to, like, charge a small amount for this, that's still, like, passive income where it's not, like, demanding my attention all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can have time for new projects because I I feel like I'm – I thrive on productivity and I'm the type of person that, like, I need to keep growing and need to keep, like, jumping into new things. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been very big on, like, me being the only one to handle that brand. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so how active are you with your customers and followers? Okay, so with my customers, I have a lot of, um, most of my customers are like regulars, mm-hmm. which is really cool because I really do get to build a bond with them. Yeah. Um, and so when I see them on a weekly basis, like we'll chat about things that we've already talked about before. Like, oh, hey, like, let's catch up. How's your, how's this going? Like, mm-hmm. I remember last week you mentioned this, this, and this. Like, yeah. how is it going now? So it's, that's been really cool because I do feel like we're really close friends at this point. It's not just my client. Like sometimes when I post on my story, like all my clients are the best, like it almost feels weird saying that because I do feel like they're my friends Mm -hmm. at this point, even though we met through my business. Um, it's just been very genuine interactions that I almost feel like weird. (laughs) And sometimes I will put like clients slash friends. (laughs) Um, but with my followers, because I have this business and and marketing is such a big part of it um and i mean that by if i'm not marketing it on a on a pretty consistent basis throughout the week i won't get new like new uh sales it'll just Mm. be like my regulars you know okay yeah 
Um, so I do have to constantly show up on the platform for that. And some, and for the most part, it's not, it's fine because I enjoy doing it and mm-hmm. I, it's almost natural to me since I've been doing it for like two years. Yeah. But there are like times right now where like my semester is getting really busy and like, oh, Dane, like I need to set aside time to like really market it and mm-hmm. like engage because I don't want to just come across as engaging to get a sale because I, I always care that it is genuine mm-hmm. and that whatever I'm putting on there has a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. What do you do to take a break from all this and relax with work and school? Um, hmm. There's not a lot of time to do that, but when I do, it's literally like an hour or two to just unplug and hang out with Lando or mm-hmm. hang out with Eric. Um, sometimes we'll go to the brewery down the street, which mm-hmm. is like half brewery, half coffee shop, so it's okay. perfect because... <laughs> I love coffee and he loves um, beer and yeah. we'll just like go hang out there with the pop. Um, even something as like, just because everything has to be kind of fast with the way that my life is right now, mm-hmm. even something going like going out to eat is, is a treat. Yeah. And so, yeah. And, and so right now that I'm taking this weekend off, I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. guilt free. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> um, have you ever felt too overwhelmed and wanted to quit all this? all the time (laughs) absolutely and i feel like you can ask any small business owner that's just getting started and i by by that i mean like two employees Mm -hmm. or you know under five employees you're you're gonna hear that answer every week is you go into it there's like this meme that i saw um from a friend that was like um they're looking in the mirror it was like someone looking in the mirror and it's like it'll it'll be better next week and i said that last week (laughs) (laughs) so it's like a constant like just keep going just keep going like it's because you have those moments where it's like you you hear from your clients and you hear how much they love it and you have all this support that's what like makes you want to keep doing it and you're like all right it's worth (laughs) it let's go yeah (laughs) it's fine struggle bus it's okay (laughs) So, um, where do you see your brand five years from now? So five years from now, hmm. well, for me, it's always been very important to keep a very strong brand presence. And so no matter where eats goes, cause I, I it's not going to be eats forever. I can tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. It's going to evolve into something else, but I do, I do see the importance of having people's attention Mm -hmm. and using that for good like i again that's why it's so important to me to be genuine to have a purpose that when i do recommend a product which i'm very picky about Mm -hmm. that i've used to make sure that i've used it or i know the person and i trust the brand um but yeah just like kind of like being consistent so that later on whenever i do evolve which i will um they won't hesitate to support me in five years, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. So uh, just to kind of give you an idea, we were playing around with this really cool idea of starting a, like a home decor, because we've had such a fun experience decorating our place Mm -hmm. that we would love to do that for other people. Thank you, thank (laughs) you. We've had 
we want people to have um, quality pieces in their home that doesn't break the bank because it, it always comes down to that, right? Like we want mm-hmm. something that's accessible, but it's quality because yeah. again, it, it's representing us. But I think we're going to be starting with, um, as you can see, there's plants everywhere. We, yeah. we It's hard for us to find really cool pots. Mm. And uh, so we would probably start with ceramics, like pots and um, the way to tie eats in would be um like i i'm huge on like ceramic plates and Mm -hmm. mugs and just the uniqueness of that so that's something that i would love to introduce down the line but really like the way that i see it because that is such a big question like there's so much uncertainty um i feel like the world is our oyster you know for sure and 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 life has kind of proven that to me by giving me this business that i was not in like it was never intentional Mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of just was flowing with it and it worked out and I feel grateful that I do have a community, like a very genuine community that, uh, cares about me and wants to support me. And those feelings are reciprocated for sure. Yeah. And, um, do you have any advice for anyone trying to start their own thing? I think my biggest thing is, um, stay true to yourself. Be very genuine with the way that you interact with your followers because there is someone on the other side of that screen um share your story share like whatever business it is that you have like why are you drawn to it what made you want to start this passion project like what drives you to do it people want to hear about you Mm -hmm. not what you're selling you're selling is what you're selling is just a plus those products is just a representation of their support you know um so what that's my biggest thing like just tell your story over and over again in different ways and kind of learn what it is that you're branding maybe take the time to see like the top three things that not only um inspire you constantly but that you want to help empower others with yeah yeah that's i think that's that's what i would tell people (laughs) (laughs) cool well, thank you so much for having me here. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. It's been so long since we've talked. I and know. I'm, I'm really glad we did this. I was very nervous when we started, but yeah. I it feels good. I'm yeah. very happy we caught up. And yeah. look, we're like multitasking right, right now. Crazy. Getting a whole podcast episode going. <laughs> nice, oh, which, yeah. by the way, is my very first podcast. Oh, okay. Well, cool. it, it was good. It was, you yeah. did great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks for listening. I'll share Jennifer's Instagram link on the show notes so you guys can check her stuff out. If you like what you heard, please subscribe or follow Catching Fire for future episodes. And if you know anyone that's starting any kind of business, brand, or startup, please send them this show. You never know. It might just bring some motivation or inspiration to hearing what others have gone through in their journey.